Predictions are dangerous. We absolutely need more inventory. The Fed doesn't actually have a lot of tools to regulate inflation. That cash has dried up. Wow, is my first thought, Bruce. If both parties don't win, it doesn't happen. The Real Look. Trending News. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, February 1st, and I'm your host, Chase Williams. And this is the news you need to know. Well, we've got some big news out of the court system from last week, and that is that the Department of Justice must close its reopened antitrust investigation into the National Association of Realtors. The Department of Justice reached a settlement with NAR in 2020 requiring NAR to improve transparency on broker commissions and fees. However, in 2021, with the new presidential administration at the helm, the DOJ withdrew that settlement and reopen its antitrust investigation. And ultimately what's happened here, folks, is as they reopened the investigation, went back to a federal judge, the judge said, no, 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 no. As the government, you actually did come to a settlement with the NAR. And so we're going to actually hold you to that. We're going to bind you to that settlement that was reached beforehand. You can't just come to a settlement and then decide, oh, we changed our mind. We're going to reopen the case. But what this case is dealing with has been something that's been a big, big story, what they call, the DOJ calls, anti-competitive policies regarding commissions, specifically around multiple listing services requiring listing agents to offer non-negotiable commissions to buyer agents in the MLS home listings, which they claim are related to the inability of home buyers to negotiate buyer agent commissions. So I want to unpack this just for a minute so we understand it. First of all, this was, like I said, a story that's really important to how we're used to being paid commissions in the real estate industry. Ultimately, the seller of the home negotiates what commissions are willing to pay through the listing agent. And then regularly, those commissions are split in some shape, form, or fashion between the listing agent listing the home for the seller and a cooperating buyer agent that's representing the buyer. That's just commonplace in our industry. The claim of this Department of Justice pursuit is that somehow that's limiting the inability of home buyers to negotiate their commissions. I don't really see it that way. Home buyers could still negotiate the commissions with their buyer's agent should they choose. And yet, from a consumer perspective, that consumer, that home buyer is used to not paying any, in most cases, commission because it's being paid by the seller. So the fact that we're saying as a Department of Justice that we're trying to protect home buyers in this particular case, but that home buyers in mass are really happy with the arrangement, i.e. no money coming out of their pocket to pay commissions, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. The other thing that doesn't make sense to me is the seller of the product, the seller of the home in this case, is offering an incentive in order to attract buyers, in order to attract agents representing buyers in this particular case. And to me, to restrict the person selling a product and what incentives they can offer to attract the most amount of buyers would potentially put the sellers at a disadvantage. So I don't think this conversation is going to go away, folks. I mean, certainly the National Association feels like this is a recent win. Matter of fact, the NAR Vice President of Communications, Mantil Williams, said in a statement, We're pleased the court has granted our petition to set aside the Department of Justice's action and agree it is in violation of the executed settlement agreement. 
So they're certainly happy about it because they already agreed to something years ago. But there's also several class action lawsuits that are still pending against NAR and many large real estate firms. And again, it's in regard to what they're calling anti-competitive policies around commissions. So still a big topic, but big news in the federal courts as of last week. As reported by Riz Media, HomeSmart has announced its acquisition of Metro Atlanta-based brokerage solid source real estate companies and its nearly 2,000 agents. The company says this latest acquisition makes HomeSmart the leading transaction fee brokerage in Georgia in the following categories based on 2022 metrics. By agent count, number one, so now 4,047 agents in that state. Transaction sides, 11,021 and sales volume, a little over $4.5 billion in the state of Georgia. So the reason why I wanted to share this story today and why it's news you need to know is we continue to see some of this consolidation in the industry happening, whether it's merger, acquisition, buyout. There's lots of words you can attach to it. But ultimately, what we're finding, and I think we'll find more of in this compressed, shifting real estate market, companies that are deciding either to tap out or that we can be stronger together, right? Maybe there's a, a specific complement that exists there. And that's certainly what sounds to be the case in this particular acquisition. Matter of fact, before Solid Source, HomeSmart's acquisition of Atlanta-based Palmer House properties in January 2021 was its largest purchase to date and a pivotal step in its strategic expansion plan. The CEO, Matt Widows of HomeSmart, said that HomeSmart continues to have an aggressive plan for expansion through like-minded franchisees and business owners looking for a smooth exit through acquisition. So those are his words, but it's why I believe that this company, along with others that are looking to grow and looking to fuel their growth, are potentially going to be looking to match up with those in the industry that say, hey, I'm ready to get out, right? Now, that could be tapping out because of challenges it could simply be retiring as part of where they're at in their career. But HomeSmart is definitely not the only company that's going to be pursuing those as opportunities. A lot of companies are, and I think we'll see more of those. Something that Matt Widows, the CEO, said that I found curious, <laughs> he said, in less than two decades, we've scaled our model to more than 25,000 agents across over 200 office locations and operating ability in 49 states. I believe we're the only brokerage with the right foundation and system of people, processes, and proprietary technology to allow growth at this rate. Well, I hate to break it to you, Matt, but there's several other companies that are growing at as fast or a faster pace than what you just described over the last two decades. So, of course, Matt is proud of the platform that he's the CEO of and their growth, and he should be. So, no offense, Matt, but I would encourage you to look around a little bit because there's a lot of other competitors out there that are actually growing at a faster rate and have done it in less than two decades. So we're going to continue to keep our eye on this, folks. Consolidation is important to what's happening in our industry, and I think we'll continue to see more of it. CoStar is in talks with News Corp to acquire Realtor.com parent company Move Inc. Now, this is a big story, folks, so I'm going to go through this in a little bit more detail. But it states that CoStar appears to be looking to up its residential real estate game. The commercial real estate giant is in talks to acquire Realtor.com parent firm Move Inc. from News Corp, according to a report on Tuesday from Reuters. The report cited three anonymous sources and confirmation of the news from News Corp, but noted that there's no guarantee a deal will actually go through. 
Now, the rumor is that the deal is for right around $3 billion. So CoStar to acquire Realtor.com for $3 billion. Now, to put that in perspective, Realtor.com was purchased by Rupert Murdoch in 2014 for $950 million. So we're a little shy of 10 years. Nine years later, the rumor is that it's for around a $3 billion mark, bought for $950, potentially selling for $3 billion. Not a bad return on your investment if you're Rupert Murdoch. But some are actually thinking that that might be a little low. As a matter of fact, Spencer Raskoff, who's the co-founder of Zillow, said Wednesday that it seems a little low. News Corp bought it almost 10 years ago for roughly a billion, and it feels to me that it has more than tripled in value over that period of time. I don't necessarily disagree with that. These real estate portals have generated a lot of traffic over the years, the number one being Zillow with Realtor.com being a close second. So I'm no expert in what that means in terms of value, but I can easily see a pathway to something having more than tripled in value over a period when searching for homes online has become so prevalent. To put this in perspective, and there's so much we could say about this particular story, but CoStar is a massive, massive player in the real estate space. And because they're typically thought of as a commercial real estate giant, they're not always well known in the residential world. But I'm going to share something with you that might shock you. Often people in the residential world think of Zillow as a potential competitor or disruptor. But did you know that CoStar has a market cap that is three times larger than Zillow? So here's what that means. CoStar's market cap is worth over $30 billion, whereas Zillow's is right around the $10 billion mark. So this is absolutely a big move. And we talk about why would CoStar want to do this? Well, they have a very specific strategy around getting into the residential business in a bigger way than they are currently. They actually have already acquired a couple of companies in the residential space. They acquired HomeSnap in 2020. That was a $250 million deal. And they acquired homes.com in 2021 for a measly $156 million. Now, they also own apartments.com. And the thought is, is that if they can acquire realtor.com, they can bring a lot of this traffic and eyeballs in the residential space under their brand of homes.com. So again, we'll see if this deal happens. And if it does, We'll see if that's their particular strategy. But make no mistake, folks, CoStar is a big, big player. Although sometimes they speak as if they're a friend of the realtor, Zillow has spoken like that at times before too. And I would just encourage those of us in the industry to consider that with caution. Let me put it that way. We want to consider those who claim to be a friend of the realtor but are not realtors. We want to consider that with caution. One more thing to note here. When we talk about Realtor.com being kind of the number two player in terms of monthly unique traffic, as they call it, to put that in perspective, Zillow has about 226 million unique visitors per month, 226 million unique visitors per month, Zillow. Realtor.com has about 90 million. So certainly well behind Zillow, but firmly entrenched in the number two position. And you add that to what CoStar already has in terms of homes.com and other portals, And this could be a big move. I'm certain that there'll be more news and more information around this particular topic. It's just kind of hitting the airwaves in the last handful of days. And as usual, we'll continue to keep track of it and report the news here because you need to know it. 
Well, folks, that's the news you need to know. We'll catch up with you on Friday for our next Northern Lights episode, where we'll interview Lance Davis with Keller Williams Alaska Group in Eagle River, Alaska. Thanks again for tuning in with us on The Real Look. This podcast is produced by Marissa Frost. Visit kwnwr.com to access the show notes from today's episode. Head over to Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts to subscribe to The Real Look. And don't forget to leave us a review. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with a breakdown of all things real estate.